What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. And we are back, folks, here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050 WTKA. Online at WTKA.com. Joining us, as he does every single Monday, to talk all things Michigan and more, the mayor of Michigan Twitter, one Mr. Scott Bell, joins us again. You can follow him on Twitter at SBell021. He also has a great newsletter we'll tell you all about uh, a little bit later on. But first of all, Scott, good morning. How are you? Happy to be here as always. Thanks for having me. So, so much to dive into. I, I've been saying as the coaching carousel turns, these are the days of our Michigan assistant coaching search, right? And so since you were last here, Wink Martindale has been named Michigan's defensive coordinator. Uh, we have seen, were you around? With, I think the, the Kasula hire was was announced after uh, you were on last, but it was um, we had already forecast that to be, uh, on the horizon, there is the clink scale decision to leave. But then there was the uh, my report yesterday that Greg Scruggs will be the next defensive line coach. So a lot to unpack there. Just your reaction to, to each of those moves. Yeah, uh, a, a lot indeed. Um, I, I think Martindale is kind of the, the headline just because of um, the – the the position with so 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 many previous hires being internal or um, promotions or returns back to to Michigan, this was kind of the the splash hire, and I know it's probably the most polarizing uh, among the fan base. Uh, I think people had gotten uh, excited about the possibility of Joe Cullen. Um, I, I, I think there were people that were advocating for either an Alston or a um, Kling scale uh, promotion or maybe a dual promotion, um, and the, there are people that are excited about Martindale, some less excited. I'm I'm very much in the wait and see approach. Uh, I I think if you are prioritizing the the Baltimore scheme and and getting some continuity there, uh, you, you have a pretty limited pool because um, that that a, a lot of the brain power behind that scheme has has stayed uh, in house or, or or stuck close to there. So it's not like you can pick off. A lot of people that that have um, knowledge and experience with that, and I think Martindale uh, is one of those few people. Uh, I, I think you can argue that the uh, evolution of that scheme from from McDonald or Minter is probably um, a little more effective than what Martindale prefers. But I think you saw a little bit of um, his his willingness to uh, let up on some of the aggression and the blitzing. Uh, at, at previous stops too, so I, I think Michigan fans are still just a little bit scarred by Don Brown, and when they <laughs> when they see blitz, they see blitz, they they just automatically um, uh, associate that with Martindale. But I, I don't think that's an apples to apples comparison. I, I think he has a good track record, and um, I I think he's a very um, qualified hire, and, and and I'm interested to see where it goes. But I, I do think. Um, a lot of Sharon's decisions to go internal made sense, but I I do think 
d- despite the respect I had for Alston and, and Clink, I, I do think you needed to go external with this hire and um, Martindale's qualified to, to, to get the shot. So let's see what happens. Yeah. It's a, it's one of those tight and tough things, especially for a first time coach, but it would have tough, been a tough decision for a, a veteran coach coming in from the outside. I, I, I think the odds of an internal hire at DC would have been higher had it been Jim, but the, the the circumstance, the dynamic is different with it being Jim Harbaugh, you know, been in the program be his 10th year, been successful everywhere he's been, been a, a, a national championship winning coach now versus a guy like Sharon where you know, you've had a lot of overhaul uh, on the team staff wise uh, this is your first head coaching gig, and you're obviously going to be more focused on the offense. You you covet experience as a play caller, and if you got experience in the scheme as a play caller, well, that is just gravy on top of the potatoes there. And I think that was that was the thought process, but it's not going to rub the potential internal hires the 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 right way. And ultimately, I think that that was. A, a big factor. I think it was the factor when it comes to uh, Clink Scale's decision uh, to ultimately leave. Yeah, and, and and he has every right to do that. And you put yourself in your shoes if you've been at a place and you feel like you're um, next up for a promotion. You you're you have a great track record to show for it, and you get passed over, and you have an opportunity to go somewhere else where you're going to get paid a very nice. Uh, chunk of cash and, and and you may not have to do some of the annoying aspects of the the previous job you've been walking away i i have no ill will toward clink scale for for leaving um i think it's a good opportunity for him to um uh to try out the nfl and, and and see how that works so um it is what it is there's tough decisions to be made and 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 that's what sharon moore was hired to do so um there's there's going to be second guessing there that's always going to happen at at, at this level but uh, he he made the tough decision, and and we're gonna stand by it and, and see what happens. But he hired a guy with a lot of NFL experience. Um, those are the type of people that um, high school recruits are are going to be excited by. You can point to and say, hey, I know how to get people to the league. I think that was a lot of the appeal to past Harbaugh staffs over the past decade, and it, it it's going to be good to to have sort of an experienced person. Um, uh, that, to, to, to be able to point to, to say, hey, we're, we're not only just going to say we can get you to the league, we know what it's like to, to, to be in the league, to coach in the league, and um, that, that, that that's a very nice selling point. Yeah, man, uh, you know, and I want to be clear. Um, I, I, you know, I think for a lot of these moves, you like Ben Herbert, for instance, you were going into a huge, huge raise, right? Um, I don't – that that's not – what it was for um, for Clint, you know, and he I talked to him a long time Friday before the the decision was was final uh, for him, and uh, he made it clear, you know, it's not about the money for him, and it, it, it's really career advancement and not getting the opportunity to be the the DC here. Uh, you know, I, I know that he sees the the path to career advancement being going to the NFL. And really, it, it was that, which is why I keep coming back to if that was going to continue to be an issue. Uh, you know, we, you and I, in our conversation here, have just laid out why it makes sense to have experience there, right? 
um, you you get that position and and you bring Clink back. He's a professional, but to always have it that feeling of slight uh, be be somewhere in there, I think it would would have been a a legitimate concern for Sharon to have, and now he doesn't have to have it, which is why I think this is just best for both sides. But what do you make of the Greg Scruggs move yet to be? Uh, announced by a reporter yesterday, he's he's uh, expected to be named Michigan's next defensive line coach. You've had uh, at least one Wisconsin site come out and confirm it. I reported before he before he told Fickle he was supposed to tell Fickle yesterday, and uh, the reaction from Wisconsin folks, Scott has been they are just it, it, it's like when when Michigan lost Coach Herb for whatever. You, you, the hand ringing you saw there, that's the kind of hand ringing you see over on the Wisconsin site. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital Seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen. Yeah, I love it, and that and that's that's the that's the exciting part of of this. Um, Michigan fans have kind of had to sit and see through the exodus, and you're, you are, I mean, you're losing your defensive staff, and you had an elite defense. Of course, that is going to be um, heartbreaking. But the exciting part is, Sean Moore gets a chance to um, piece together his staff and 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 pick out some really talented um, up-and-coming coaches and, and, and mesh them with experience and, and, and see what his vision is going to be. But he's the coach who um, was pretty much unanimously in, in-house determined to be the, the guy who um, whose vision should get to shape this next iteration of Michigan. And, and now we're going to get to see what that looks like. And I think Scrubs is a, or Scrubs is a great um, first move uh, on the defense. Like you said, looking at the Wisconsin – um, reaction should should tell you how much he's revered, and um, I think he's an up and coming coach. He's got the NFL experience as well, both as a player and, and, and briefly as a coach. But he's got the recruiting chops, which I think you're going to need to complement the the Wink hire because I don't think Wink's going to yeah. um, be be a big recruiter. But you 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 get some dogs on um, in those position uh, coaches spots and on the trail, and um, I, I I think that's a great first hire to to get the ball rolling with these position coaches and if if that is a preview of what's to come for the other openings i i I think there's a lot to be excited about with with this new look staff yeah he got two top 247 defensive linemen to wisconsin i was hearing that fickle was like why are we even on these guys he went and got them like this is this is that dude he comes great connection to sharon he was on that Louisville staff that Sharon, I think Sharon started out as a GA before he became uh, the tight ends coach there. Um, Greg Scruggs was a player on that top-ranked defense down there. His defensive coordinator was none other 
than Vance Bedford, who was like, man, this is a great hire for Michigan. The the charisma he's going to bring to the table. Uh, you know, he was a player. He uh, spent some time in the league. He was an assistant D-line coach with the Jets for a cup of coffee. Uh, so he can coach, and he can really, really recruit. And I think your your point that you made, Scott, is worth emphasis. You know, the, the defensive coordinator position, basically in the last three iterations, hasn't really been one that is a major plus when it comes to recruiting. You know, Mike was probably a minus. Jesse was probably, a, you know, a little little uh, above uh, the Mendoza line. Uh, Wink, you know, who knows where he'll, where he'll be. So you're going to need to have recruiters around him. Scruggs really speaks to that, and I think that's what Sharon kind of has in mind as he looks at the rest of these hires on, on defense. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if 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 this is this is the first kind of peek inside the brain of of Sharon for what this vision is going to be, um, I I think it's a uh, great start. And and if there's more to follow, I, I I really think there's a lot to be excited about with this defense. Talking to Scott Bell this morning here on the Michigan Insider Sports Talk 1050 WTKA online at wtk.com. So he hires a GM. Now he had made a, a move on. Uh, uh, on Bolden from Notre Dame. Now that was largely at the prodding of Mike Elston. That was a Mike Elston suggestion. Uh, Mike Elston was the reference. Uh, the irony would have been if they had gotten Chad Bolden and, and and Mike Elston had left. A guy who was really, um, you know, as far as the, the pomp and circumstance of recruiting, uh, would have really hit the mark there, but had not had the experience in the other aspects of the job. So the general manager for Michigan is going to oversee the NIL operation and the program going to oversee player personnel and scouting and recruiting, going to oversee all of that. So there are big pieces of that puzzle that he would have had to step into uh, without any, any real background in it from a standpoint he had done it before. That had got put on the back burner, Scott, uh, as you're trying to protect your roster, you're trying to hire coaches, trying to get a defense coordinator, a lot of different things. Um, talk to some other guys. It talked to the Iowa State guy, Derek Hudger, who was really good, but wasn't really moving. Then a name came up, and it moved it back to the fore. Sean McGee in the front office with the Bears is on his way to being an assistant AD at Oklahoma when Sharon gets word, jumps in and says, I want you to come back to Michigan. He was able to veer away from his plan to put it on the back burner and keep Sean McGee from going to Oklahoma and getting him back to Ann Arbor. What do you make of that move? Uh, I love it. I, I'm, I'm a big Sean McGee guy, um, and, and I think you laid out the importance of this job uh, very well. It's not just someone that's going to oversee recruiting. There's There are so many – um, so many moving parts uh, in college football these days, and to have um, someone in that spot, I think, is is crucial. So I love that. A, Sharon's uh, prioritizing that position just to create it, but B, the the fact that all of this focus was on the defensive staff and and filling this spot was kind of not a priority all of a sudden, but to see him shift to make it a priority, I think, shows how important it was to get 
the right guy in that spot and, and to pounce on Sean McGee before he goes to Oklahoma. And, and let's, let's keep in mind, Sharon's pulling someone from Oklahoma. Um, we're, we're, we're all talking about uh, Jim Harbaugh doing this to his alma mater. Like the fact that Sharon's going to make this uh, pull someone from Oklahoma shows how, how important he thought this was too, because you don't, you don't necessarily want to fire that shot against the bow unless it's, important but um Sean McGee uh, he's familiar with Ann Arbor uh very organized I think it's a good bridge from past uh regimes as well and and I think he's a great hire in this spot and um excited to see what happens uh in that spot for sure yeah he he knows the the big donor players as far as Michigan football is concerned and they are I mean I already heard from from one immediately who was like where do I sign my check Right on top of my next check because Sean McGee is back. I mean, it, it literally uh, had that kind of impact. And so from an NIL perspective, I think this is very, very uh, significant. So a lot of moving parts, still some some moves to be made. Got to get a linebacker coach. Got to get a got to get a DB coach. Uh, right. Uh, and there are some things to finalize on the offensive side of the ball. But, man, I think – He's he's gained more than he's lost that Sharon Moore in this uh, in this mix. Knowing uh, in retrospect, you have to know you're going to lose a lot because look at what's going on around college football, Scott. You got uh, and I want you to react to Chip Kelly leaving UCLA to be a coordinator at Ohio State. Jeff Halfley leaving Boston College to go to be uh, a pro coordinator, and then look at Alabama. You know you, you you're you got. Kalen DeBoer, who keeps Ryan Grubb from going to Alabama last year to work for Nick Saban, keeps him at the University of Washington, gets him to go with him to Bama, uh, and now both the offensive line coach and the offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, who came with him to Alabama, are going to the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, this is this is a tough time to be trying to put together a staff uh, in the world of college football. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Yeah, and, and, and it's good context for everything happening with Michigan, too. Um, I, I think so many people want to vilify Jim Harbaugh for, for bringing people to the NFL. But, I mean, these are adults with free will and in, in, in making their decisions. And right now, with, with so many added layers to college football, um, the NFL is so much more about just coaching football. And, and, and that's very appealing to uh, assistants, and, and I can't blame them. Um, they're – I, I'm so grateful for the ones that want to stick around Ann Arbor and, and, and try to um, keep this thing rolling at, at the pace it is. But with uh, re- recruiting has, has always been a huge chunk of the game, but now you're recruiting uh, people at different levels, not just the high school level. There, There's donors at play. There's there's NIL. There's just so many moving pieces. And, and I think if um, people have the opportunity to step aside and focus um, – Give, give themselves more of a singular focus. A lot of people are jumping to it. The Chip Kelly thing is the most fascinating to me. Um, and obviously he's staying in the, in the college game, but um, 
st- stepping aside from the head coaching role and, and, and going just to, to coordinating, but th- that's, it's almost unprecedented to n- not just step down from head coach to coordinator at the college level, but within a conference now, I mean, technically UCLA is in the big 10 school for um, a couple more months, but um, that is, that is going to create uh, a lot of awkwardness and um I think Chip Kelly, in in terms of fit at Ohio State, if if he can get back to <clears throat> being the play caller that is is sort of how he made his name, then maybe it could be a good fit. But putting putting uh, Chip Kelly and Ryan Day in the same room could be could be interesting, and uh, we I'll, I'll be fascinated to see how uh, how how that plays out. I think it's super soft. Uh, you know, he's he's running from a head coaching job. Couldn't he? Only reason he isn't in the pros because he couldn't. You know, he would have gone to the pros if he could have. And Ohio State uh, was his the really the only other way out. Uh, the, the, the crazy thing is, he's apparently leaving UCLA because, in part, because if he didn't win this year, he was probably going to be out. But he goes into a situation just like it because if, if Ohio State doesn't beat Michigan this year. Then Ryan Day and everyone else, everyone under him is going to be out too. Yeah, and and make, and make no mistake about it. Ohio State has had a very impressive offseason. The 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 talent they've brought in, the talent they've retained, <clears throat> has has seriously been very impressive. But for that program to try and recast itself under under the guise of toughness and say, hey, we're we're gonna we're we're not gonna let Michigan push us around anymore. To, to, to make the person that's going to be calling your plays um, s- someone who's basically made his name through speed and finesse is uh, um, maybe a little counter to, to, to what they're trying to uh, um, promote as their new identity. Yeah, no doubt. Scott, uh, again, folks, you can follow Scott on Twitter at, at SBell021. But what about your newsletter? Tell the folks all about it and when they can expect the next one. Uh, newsletter is uh, scottbell.substack.com. Um, you can also just Google Scott Bell Newsletter. That's the first thing that comes up. And once we get those final few uh, coaching staff spots uh, put out, I'm going to kind of bring out a, a huge piece kind of examining all the, the ins, the outs, who's, who's, who's new, uh, what, what you can expect to change, and, and, and uh, kind of give a, a holistic look at that. So uh, waiting for those final few pieces of the puzzle to – to be put together, and, and, and we'll roll that out in the coming days. Gotcha. Great stuff as always, Scott. We appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it. All right, we got to get to a break. Be back on the other side here on the Michigan Insider on Sports Talk 1050 WTK, the ticket, the official voice of the University of Michigan Sports Ann Arbor Accumulus Station. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.